Okay, well then I'm going to say vloggers, diss trackers, those type of people. They're just pieces of shit. And like, PSA, stop watching them. Well, hello everybody. I'm Arden Rose. And I'm Will Dobbshit. And you're listening to Crash on My Couch. Which is our one-stop pit stop of the internet. Of all the interesting things that you would like to hear about. Ain't that right, Willie D? That is right. This week on Crash on My Couch, we talk about how to motivate the shit out of yourself. We talk about weekly idiot Logan Paul. Big surprise. And how women took over the movie landscape in 2017. I This week and more on Crash on My Couch. Hello. Welcome back to Crash on My Couch in 2018. We're in the future now. Can you believe it? We made it to 2018. Who would have thought we would have done that, Will? I know. I thought 2017 was going to kill us. 2018 feels like a future, like a futuristic year. It's something you'd watch when you were younger and you'd be like... 2018 2018. seems far away. Yeah. That's a far away year. But, like, also, I was saying this earlier, part of me feels like it should be 2020 for some reason. Mm. Like, I don't know why. I just feel like we should 2020 is really futuristic. Yeah, 2020 is like, what? Then I'm like, where are the flying cars? Yeah, where are the flying cars? Well, Tesla's working on them, so. Well, that's true. So we'll be getting into that hopefully soon. Um, 2017 was an interesting year. I was telling Will this morning that I was getting sort of emotional over a bunch of videos that were recaps of this year. We had a lot of really shit stuff happen from, like, earthquakes and floods to Donald Trump being the president of the United States, which is still baffling. Um, We're definitely in a parallel universe. That's what I've decided. Um, But on top of that, actually, personally and selfishly, Will and I have had a pretty good year. Like, aside from all the horrific shit that's happened worldwide... Um, I got to be in more seasons of Mr. Student Body President, which was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, Will got to complete his first official short film. Yeah. Which is really exciting. Uh, yeah, which... we did, we did, um, we did okay considering, uh, the world is crumbling into ruin. Yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully we'll leave the ruins behind for 2017 going to 2018. 2018, new year, new me. New Year New New Everybody. New Year New Everybody. Everything's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Well, if you had to say what your highlight of 2017 was, what would you say it was? Highlight of 2017. Wow. I mean, I did mention your short film. If it's your short film, it can just be your short film. But if if you have any other ones that you'd like to add. I think I really, well, like, I really enjoyed the vacation I went on with my family, which was really fun. Oh, you're talking about the... Remetoile. Yeah, we went to uh, France, um, and it was great. Yeah, it was really nice. It was a very relaxing week, so yeah. that's why I'm like thinking about that because I was like, that was just a nice, pleasant week. That was a really good vacation. <clears throat> I mean, like, not to go into a bunch of like personal stuff, but Will's family life and like vacation times have been like relatively stressful the last couple of years. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, this year it's been, it was maybe the most peaceful we've ever been on vacation. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So like, that, was, that was really good last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think your highlight was? Oh, it's so weird that you just said last year. Because it is last year. I yeah. just, it feels weird to say, I don't know, this happens every year. I'm like, wow, 2017's over. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Round 12 was 
fucking gorgeous. That was one of the, that was maybe the best vacation I've ever been on. So like that's tough because I would probably say that. Um, I also really enjoyed going back home to Thanksgiving this year. Oh, that's cute. Go seeing my family because I don't get to see my family like that often. Mm. So it was kind of nice getting home and getting to hang out with my siblings that I don't get to see very often and, you know, yeah. just like hanging around. Agreed. You know what Agreed. I mean? Agreed. I, I'm glad that both of our things family. are family. Family related. Family first. Family's important. Uh, so, yeah, I would say probably that. Um, also, when Animal Crossing came out for the iPhone, I mean, that was pretty exciting. So, And that happened in the same week you were visiting your family. So yeah. yeah. So maybe that's why it was such a productive week as well. Off of this uh, sentimental topic, mm. what's our first segment? Ooh. How can we ruin this nice moment we just had? Oh, shit. Yeah, I just realized that we moved this... So I wrote out a little plan for the podcast because I wanted to make this nice and seamless. But um, Will made a point to say that we should probably do the weekly idiot first. So we're going to start on a really fun note and then end on a really high note. High note. Yeah. So first up, it's the... Weekly. Idiot. Weekly. Idiot. Weekly. Idiot. It's the weekly idiot. Yeah, it is. This is a very obvious one. If you've been paying attention to the news or just, like, on Twitter at all, uh, Logan Paul is generally an idiot, but he is the ultimate weekly idiot this week. He, uh, for those of you who do not know who Logan Paul is... Thank God you don't know. I wish we just weren't talking... If you don't know who Logan Paul is, just stop listening to this podcast, because I don't even want you to have to know who he is. Um, he is a, uh, ex-Viner turned YouTube sensation, has 10 million subscribers on YouTube. He vlogs every day. Uh, kind of problematic a lot of the time. He has a brother called Jake Paul. They're these two brothers that have just completely climbed the YouTube ladder. I didn't actually know it was possible for a human being to give birth to an actual douche. Yeah. Let alone two actual they're, douches. They're both like two massive douches, but they're both the probably the two biggest YouTubers. Right now. On, 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 right now. Yeah. yeah. Which is... which. Is actually insane if you think about it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, wait, can I just point out one more time? Yeah. Just wanted to add some context. Um, so Jake Paul is the little brother. Logan Paul is the older brother. Logan Paul has always had to me redeemable qualities. Like I haven't always hated yeah, Logan Paul. That's true. Because he's very positive and he's very like aware of the fact that he has a younger audience. I think so. I can give him like a little bit of credit occasionally. He's still a major douche nozzle. But, like, I can give him a little bit of credit normally. Yeah. Jake Paul is unforgivable. Like, yes. when you look deep in the eyes of Jake Paul, all you see is Satan. Like, it's black, dark, but you know, sappy Satan. A lot of it as well, like, this with, I mean, this is, this will go into, like, the main topic. But, like, a lot of it is because they are very young. You know, like. He's 22. Logan Paul's 22. Logan Paul's 22. And Jake Paul's, like, 19. He's, like, I think he's 20, 20 now. I think he's but 20. still, like, they're both. Really young, and yeah, you can't excuse stuff. Like if, if people do the shit that they do, they yeah. should be held accountable for it. But they are very, very young, so it's good that you're noting that. I will point I out can though, understand yeah, some things, but not this thing, not but the also, big thing we're talking about. Also, you know who else is 22? Me. Would I ever do the thing we're about to talk about? No. No, I know, but it's <laughs> you know if you've like. They are, like, the number one person on YouTube, and they are, like, who they are for a reason. I don't know. I just think, like, it's worth noting the age thing, because 
Yeah. Yeah, I get why you're saying you're it. You're not, you know, you're you're mature. You're a mature person, but, you know, a lot of people in their early 20s are not mature. Or a lot of people grew up on YouTube with a sense of entitlement and, and don't feel like they have to be accountable for anything, which leads us into the fact that uh, Jake Paul made the news and made it to Twitter moments and everything because... Logan Paul, right? I'm Jake sorry, Paul. not Jake Paul. <laughs> I just assume it's Jake Paul always. No, it's Logan Paul that made the news because uh, he recorded a suicide victim in a forest in Japan and posted it to his YouTube channel. Yeah, so uh, Logan Paul, Daily Vlogs, he was in Japan. Um, God knows what he was doing there. Maybe just going on a little fun trip. Uh, he decided to go to a suicide forest, the suicide forest. The suicide forest. It's and very well known in Japanese culture that yeah. this is a place where people are very um, incentivized almost to commit suicide in the forest. That sounds like a weird way to say it, but the only reason why I say that is because it's a heavily dense forest. Um, it's known for being kind of a place outside yeah, of the there's city. There's warning signs everywhere. You yeah, know, when you get there, like they it's have this like whole thing. they have like guides that walk around and like check to make sure no one is you know doing trying to crazy. harm themselves in the forest. Um, so he knew full well what he was getting into. And like by the way, I know we're about to like say what actually happened, but you can tell me how you feel about this. Did you actually see the footage? Yeah, I watched. I watched the. Uh... Well, I I didn't watch his video. I watched someone like recap. Same, yeah. same. Cool, because the video got taken down. So that's the other thing; it's gone. But the one of the biggest things that pissed me off, other than the fact that he actually filmed this person, was that he knowingly walked into a, a forest known for suicide, and it almost felt like he was looking for a victim while wearing the stupidest motherfucking hat I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He looked like an absolute idiot with like his crew that he rolls deep with in this forest that is supposed to be a special place and just started recording a body that he came yeah, across. Yeah, it feels very like very convenient that he was trying to shoot a daily vlog and was like, hey, let's go to a suicide forest and just like have a little walk around. But anyway, he went to the suicide forest. He was got out, walked around this forest with his gang, his low gang. Oh, fucking and, kill me. Um, he had across this guy who had hung himself. And he then proceeded to uh, film him, film the dead body, uh, film... His hands. His hands. His bag that he had left the behind. The bag that he left behind. Um, he didn't really seem like... That perturbed. That, that, like he cared by it or like he was kind of laughing in bits of it. It was just kind of really disrespectful. And like, I wish I could give you guys for people that don't know about this like i wish you could give you guys a better idea of how disrespectful it is but if you can look up the thumbnail you should that's it that's all you need to see that's all you need to see because the thumbnail for this video is like clickbait as hell and it's him in a forest like kind of like smiling or looking really shocked and then there's just a dead body behind him like hanging in the background and like it's the title was like found dead body in warning, warning. So, like, it's just, you know, you know how terrible it is. So, yeah, he's a weekly idiot because... Because he, he's a terrible he's, fucking person. Because he did that. Because he's a terrible fucking person. And, like, the worst part to me is that... So, I watched a video, and, like, Will knows I'm a very sensitive person. I'm not very good with, like, death or anything. Like, I'm very sensitive to that kind of stuff. So, when I first heard about it, I was like, ooh, I really don't want to watch this video. Like, I really don't want to see this... This is really disturbing. Why would someone put this up on a YouTube channel? Um, 
But fortunately, I watched a version of it that was re-uploaded and someone was, like, obviously ragging on Logan, not giving him any credit. But he blurred out the entire body. Um, Logan only had the face blurred out. So you could see his hands, you could see his feet, you could see everything. Like, it's horrifying. And he has an audience of primarily children. Like, you're showing an actual dead body on yeah, a YouTube channel. Yeah, I just channel. don't know, like, if, if you were, like, in that situation, why wouldn't you just, like, if you saw it... One, like, why would you... Turn off the camera why would you and t- report it to yeah. the police. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. And, it's, and I suppose it's one thing, like, filming it, but it's another thing, like, editing it and then uploading it. Like, that's another thing completely. But if he had just, like, you know, been like, shit, there's a dead body, and then, like, had cut and it ended up back in his hotel room, he could have taken that time to, like, you know, talk about how serious suicide is and suicide prevention like he could have listed some numbers could have made it into this whole kind of important yeah. thing it's January mm-hmm. a lot of people kill themselves it's a, the worst time of the year mm-hmm. for, for suicide he could have taken that time to to kind of advocate for it but instead you know he turned it into something so so ridiculous and like it, I can't even begin to like understand why anyone would do that it feels like I'm yeah like I'm in a parallel universe it feels like a parody it's, such, it's like a uh, yeah, it, it feels, feels like, like a, a bad parody, parody. It, I, yeah I just don't have the words to kind of describe how insane that is and it, so insane as well that like YouTube had it trending oh that was what I was about was to bring on, up like, the top 10 like YouTube trending chart and yeah. it's like at that point didn't someone one of them like the hundreds of thousands of people that work on YouTube just look at it and go, fuck, this shouldn't be here, and then take it down. Like, yeah. it took. It, like, it, it had, like, 500,000 likes before it was Oh, it had down. 6 million views. Yeah. It had 6, six million children had watched that before YouTube decided that it needed to be taken down. I don't even know if YouTube was the one that took it down. Was it Jake Paul, or Logan Paul that deleted know. it? I don't know. I don't even know if YouTube was the one that deleted it. I mean, that's, like, I just made a whole video. Shout out to anyone who watches my YouTube videos. I'm assuming you do. I just made a whole video about the things that were, were, were wrong with YouTube in 2017. And I wish I could just, like, add that whole scenario into that. Like, the fact that LGBTQ plus content gets demonetized and taken off the trending page constantly, yet they allowed a Logan Paul video to get to number six on the trending page with a, an actual suicide victim in the thumbnail is so shocking and inappropriate. It makes me never want to get on YouTube again. Yeah. Like, because the other thing is, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's an algorithm, oh, it's an algorithm. The trending page isn't necessarily an algorithm. People, no, it's, people it's, have to look at that kind of stuff. Yeah, though. it's done by... Um, it's like, part of it's done by the algorithm, but the other part is curated by the YouTube folk by the youtube community yeah so if something is going really viral they have to look at it before it gets put on the youtube trending page and even if it is an algorithm problem like even if this did get boosted to the top you're telling me that no one at the youtube headquarters was like hey guys of the thousands of employees that we have does anyone have a problem with this thumbnail no okay we'll just keep it up for a little while longer we'll just keep it up the best part to me, though, also, was that in the video, uh, Logan talks about how he wanted to demonetize the video out of respect. Oh, yeah. Demonetize the video out of respect. That's how he shows respect to the person that he he blasted on his vlog and was laughing at and, like, not... He, his excuse was, like, he was, like... Because he kind of giggled about it afterwards. He's turning around and his crew is kind of like, yo, we just found a dead body. Yo... Yo, can you believe... We just found a dead yeah. body. Yo. 
He's like, yo, I just, I'm so like, I'm so shook. I can't, I can't believe that. I can't, I can't believe, believe just, it. We saw a dead body. We saw a dead body. Yo. No, you didn't just see a dead body. You saw a man that took his life earlier that day. And, and you didn't, like, if I walked across that. Yeah, in the beginning of the year. As well. it, like, yeah. This, this must, well, it, the guy must have killed himself, what, like, two days ago? No, it was like, it would have been today. Or yesterday. Yeah, like, a day and so a half ago. It would have been the 1st of January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He in, killed himself. In oh, the in the new year. Yeah. yeah. Like, can you imagine the emotional and physical and and just, like, visceral reaction that you would have upon walking across someone like that? My first instinct would not be to pull out a camera. I would be throwing up. I would be throwing up and so upset about coming across yeah, something Yeah, it's just, like that. that's the thing. But I guess it's just, like... He has no empathy. Yeah, he has no... He has no empathy. He has no threshold for, for, for empathy. That's so true. I didn't really think about that. I didn't think about what I would... What would you do? Well, you would immediately be sick, babe. You would be turning around. You'd be throwing up. Yeah. Like, you would not be able to look at it. Like, you would not be able to look at it. The first thing I wouldn't do would... I certainly wouldn't go up to it and... Start filming. Start filming. His it. hands like, and stuff. It's so fucked. Oh, it's it. so disrespectful. And, like, keep in mind also... I'm sorry that we're even talking about this because it is a very heavy topic. But it's just... It's so ridiculous that this It's happens. like a parody. It's so, out- it's so outrageous. It's just so ridiculous. God. Oh, God. If anything, the only good that can come from this is the fact that the, the you know, it was taken down. Now everyone can see Logan Paul for the piece of shit that he is. He always has been, but now he just kind of outed himself as an even bigger sociopath. Both of those brothers are sociopaths. That's what I've chalked it up to. They well, have yeah, no I think, empathy. I think in order to, like, get to where they are on the YouTube ladder... You kind of you have kind to be of a have sociopath. To be a little bit of a sociopath, yeah. Yeah. Because they're kind of ruthless... And they're like, their minds work in a way that I couldn't even like fathom my mind working. Because they're like, I'm learning every day. And Exploiting they're like, they're their doing own rap videos every day. Yeah. And it's like, we're in, we're in sports cars and we're driving really, like there's just, there's constantly, there's just uploading that constant content. It's just, but they only do things. It's a flurry of just constant like energy and, and it's. The problem is, is, and like, this goes back to why I hate YouTube sometimes, um, but you know, when you're when you're rewarded for outlandishness or ridiculousness um, or a lack of empathy, if you're rewarded, your threshold can only go for so long before you need to do more crazy stuff. Like, it used to be clickbait would be like, I kissed my brother. And it's like, a kiss on a cheek. Yeah, no, that's and now it's like, I found a dead body in a forest. Why would that... Where did that threshold go? It's just gone. But don't you don't you think like it's got to the point now where like like where, where are we, are we going? Go? Where are we going to yeah. go now? Like with it, and like it immediately gives me like ideas to like make a film, like a a, a show, like about it because it's so it is getting so ridiculous now. Like the feel like they have such an entitlement to be able to do what they want. Yeah, and yeah, the, the vlogs just reflect that. It's just sad. It's just really really sad. The other problem, too, is that, like... like the new pranksters. Like, it, it is. It's the new pranksters. It's the new, you know, a couple... was a couple years ago, we had the Sam Peppers of the world who got in trouble yeah, for pinching had, bums, which that, is, like, un- it's terrible. And now we have someone showing Yeah, so, I mean, I wonder what, like, what, like, where are we going to go next? Like, are we just going to have a vlogger just killing everyone? Just a psychopath killing people for views? Boom. Well, the other thing is, too, like... I, I, I've said this over and over again, and I said this in the video that I made um, a couple days ago, but... All of this is incentivized by money. Those boys are making so much money and they are so famous right now that they have no reason to not do the things that they're doing. Like if you watch, we watched like a, a couple days ago, before this all happened actually, Will was watching a, a montage of the times that Logan Paul was like being shitty in public. 
because that's a thing you can find online is them just being shitty in public. Um, and, you know, when he was talking to people, he had such a sense of entitlement. Uh, and he was talking about some guy's car and he's like, well, at least my car's nicer than yours. And it's like, that really is the root of what they care about. They feel like they are better than everyone else so they can get away with shit. And that's why all of these these apologies and crocodile yeah, it's, it's tears. So much, it's such, such confidence. You know, it's, oh, it's such if you, confidence. If you, if you kind of, like I've met like a lot of like YouTubers like that and like the really high up people like those guys who are just like really really like the number one people on you they're so that so arrogant and so confident that it's just something i can't i can't fathom can't it. even fathom yeah i can't relate to it i can't anymore. fathom it i i say like but the crazy thing is that doesn't have to be every youtuber for me it feels like primarily it's vloggers that have that problem and gamers it's like vloggers and gamers that have that problem because like i we've both met felix and marcia and they were the sweetest people in the entire world. Or actually, I just you did, didn't I? Oh. I don't feel like gamers have that much of an issue. I feel like gamers have like the negative thing, which is like in their videos, they act confident and arrogant, but in real life, they're, they're totally different to how they are in their videos. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't say gamers. I'm talking about more I'm like... I'm saying like pranksters and vloggers and like all those... It's more vloggers. Filler, filler, filler people. I was kind of thinking of Rice Gum, but he's not a gamer, is he? No, he's like a... Like a I even know what the that shows is. how little I watch or give a shit about him. Yeah, like, but like makes bad raps. Okay, well yeah. then I'm gonna say vloggers, diss trackers, those type of people. They're just pieces of shit. And like PSA, stop watching them. Okay, moving on. We're past the negativity. We're done. Okay, we're done with the negativity. We're starting 2018 What's up on next? a positive note. What's up next? Even though Logan Paul ruined it for all of us. Um, up next, because it is 2018, and we gotta get our asses in gear. So that we can be productive and get past all the other shit that's happened in 2017, we're going to talk about something in Go Science. Go Science. Go Science. And that is going to be how to motivate yourself this year. Wow. What? Okay, so I found this article that I actually thought was really interesting um, while I was sitting. Um, I know we've said this like the past couple times we podcasted. Podcasted? Sure. Um, cast? Can you say cast? I don't know. We casted. We casted. Uh, I'm sick. Will's sick. We're both dying. Yeah. We're never well. Crumbling. I was always a well person, and now I'm just not ever. Or maybe I just thought I was, because you always tell me that I, like, I won't let myself be sick. It's just the time that, yeah, everyone's sick now. (laughs) I don't know, like, everybody's sick. But I haven't gotten better. Like, I get better for two days, and then suddenly I'm sick again. Yeah. Um, but anyways, because we're feeling gross and bad... It's good to learn how to motivate yourself. So I was sitting sick looking at different articles and I found this article on Time. It's like Time Magazine's website. And it's how to motivate yourself, three steps backed by science. Okay. Well, let me know because, listen, this year I'm going to be all about motivation. Yeah? I'm going to be doing so much stuff. Motivated. I'm going to be doing everything. You'll be so motivated? Like, so motivated. Yeah. Um, So motivated. Okay, so... Here's the thing. I actually really like this article because I feel like I've I've heard the same things about how to motivate yourself constantly. Yes. Um, but I feel like these are pretty different things, okay. which I like. Lay them on me. First up, don't ignore your emotions. Embrace them. That sounds like a weird thing to say. Listen, you ain't telling me twice about this. I'm already... Embracing I, I wear all my emotions on me all times. <laughs> oh my gosh. But basically, what they're trying to say though is don't fight your feelings because it only makes them stronger. So, so when they're saying that, it's like 
they did this study basically where um, subjects were told of an unhappy event, but then they were instructed to try not to feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. And they ended up feeling worse than the people who are informed of the bad event, but given no instructions about how to feel. So when you're told to feel better about something, you actually end up feeling worse, which is true in all things. That's why when you have arguments and someone says, calm down, it just makes you more angry. Right. Because you instantly want to rebel against whatever the thing is. Okay. So another one which is really interesting to me, and this is good to just know. Mm. Um, when patients who are suffering from panic disorders listen to relaxation tapes, their hearts beat faster than patients who listen to audiobooks with no explicitly relaxing content. So if someone is telling you to relax, it makes you more stressed out. Okay, I see. As a, as a negative effect. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, it's the same way for people who try to avoid feeling grief. It makes, it takes them longer to recover from loss. That's so funny. Cause I remember like when I was younger, my favorite thing in the world would be like, I'd sleep over my friend's house. Like I just, my friend would put on the Harry Potter audiobooks. Oh. And I, I think Stephen Fry read them. Like, mm-hmm. And it was the best thing to go to sleep to. Oh. And you'd like wake up in the middle of the night, like sometimes you need the bathroom. You, it would just still be going. Oh, I know you'd exactly like, what you're talking like, yeah. about. Which page are we on now? Oh, I used to, oh, that's so sweet. I used to do the same thing. I had like, I think I had Winnie the Pooh on, on audio. But no, I had it on tape. I had like a tape recorder. That it's I was so nice. And you can just come in and out. You're like, oh, and it's so pleasant. Oh, <laughs> we should listen to more audiobooks. And that's why this week is sponsored by... No, I'm kidding. There's no sponsor this week. <laughs> um, anyways, moving on. So basically, when why we're talking about emotions, because it sounds like it's pointless to be talking about this, but um, get positive, okay? When do we procrastinate the most? When we're in a bad mood. If you don't feel like doing something, you don't do it. That's true. You just don't. That's very true. Um, so procrastination is a mood management technique, like eating or taking drugs, a short-sighted one. But we're most prone to it when we think it will actually help. So, like, if you think, oh, I'll just go and watch TV or, oh, I'll just go do this so that I can get happy before I have to do the thing, it never makes you happier. Scientifically proven, you never end up being actually happier. You know how you're like, I'll take a break before I go and do this. It never works. So instead of doing the the fun thing you want to do before the task, you do the task. Do the task. The fun thing. Yes, and that leads me into the next thing, which is reward yourself. Reward myself. So listen, I have no problem with that. Right, but here's the thing. So this is how you reward yourself. Tell me. Like we talked about earlier. You need to work on this as well. Well, yes, I do. But instead of then watching the TV show first, then recording, tell yourself I'm only going to watch that TV show. After I've recorded the thing to reward myself. To reward myself. See what I'm saying? I like it. Reward yourself. Flip your ideas of what you should do first. Do things in the morning so then later in the day you can reward yourself with a movie or a snack or anything like that. And that's also why, you know, in diets they say you should have a cheat day. You should reward yourself for being good. Got it. It's a similar thing. Mm. Don't, you know, beat yourself into the ground and tell yourself that you're not allowed anything. Give yourself something so then... There's some kind of reward or light at the end of the tunnel. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yep. Okay, so. Oh, this is really interesting. I thought this was very cool. This was a, a, a research study that was done in 1999, but was recently redone. Researchers find that perceived self-interest, the rewards one believes are at stake, is the most significant factor in predicting dedication and satisfaction during work. It accounts for about 75% of personal motivation towards accomplishment. So they're saying that rewards are three quarters of the reason why you do anything. So like, 
even just doing this podcast. The reason why we're doing this podcast is the reward is we know that someone's going to edit it and upload it and people are going to be able to listen to it. And that's the reward. Or the reward might be afterwards we're going to eat a shit ton of Ben's cookies. But three-fourths of the reason why we're doing this podcast is because we know it has good outcomes for interesting. us. Interesting. That's very interesting. Andrew. Isn't that interesting? I mean, it makes sense. If you boil it down, it's very easy to understand. It's the same reason why when you look at eating healthy, you go, okay, what's my motivation? Because I will be a fitter, healthier, living longer individual rather than eating that piece of cake. Yes. The good outweighs the bad. So yes. always make your motivation that you're doing good. Good. If that makes sense. Well done. Yes. And also, treat yourself and do it like you're treating a dog. Treat yourself like a dog. Like, give yourself an actual reward after you do something you don't want to do. Yeah. Like, really. It's like a Pavlovian effect. It helps you. Okay. Also, this was kind of interesting. So even if you don't have like a a reward awesome enough to make you feel like you should do something. Yeah. Uh, use a commitment device instead. So what that means is give your friend a hundred dollars. If you get the task that you need to get done by 5 PM, you get your hundred dollars back. If you don't, they get to keep the hundred dollars. Give yourself incentives to do something. If you're having that much struggle about it, like, I don't know, maybe you need to get a paper done really badly. Give your friend your credit card. And don't let them give it back to you until... We could go pretty extreme with this. Now. Oh, Can yeah, we... we could. You know what I mean? Like, I have to come up with an idea for something. But, like, I wrap my arms in rope and I light the one end of the rope on fire. And the fire is slowly getting to me. I know if I don't do the idea in time... You're going to die? I'm going to die. I think that's... I think that's like a legitimate threat. <laughs> and then you're just threatening yourself. <laughs> I'm putting myself in like a James Bond, a James Bond situation, <laughs> but just because I want to like finish it. Get something fucking a done. script or something. It's yeah. like a, you, you set yourself up in like a saw trap just so that you can. Yeah, I'm like over a bath of acid, like a big tub. And I'm like hanging Dangling. by a chain. And I'm like, okay, this is it. I love it. Okay, fine. That'll be your commitment device. Okay. Okay, third thing, last thing that could help you. Okay. So get positive. Find a way to reward yourself. The third one is get peer pressure. pressure. Now, normally I think that's kind of a weird way to phrase it, but basically what it's saying is... um, Get people to to support what you're trying to do. Yeah. Surround yourself with people you want to be, and it's far less taxing to do what you should be doing. Like, surround yourself with people that inspire you, which is obvious. Yeah. But do it so that the things that you want to do seem doable. Interesting. Like for instance, this is a great example is me personally. When I first started doing YouTube, I felt like I wasn't very good at editing. I wasn't very I wasn't very confident in my skills. When I started dating you, I would be embarrassed when you would look across at my computer because I thought I'm really bad at editing. No. Well, it's true. But then all of our friends are such amazing filmmakers and and great at editing and great at producing stuff. And they have a great eye for things. And I feel like just being around our friend group has made me better at the things I want to do and more confident in it. Because also, as weird as it sounds, now that I see how you do things, I'm not intimidated by it anymore. I can see how you do it. Well, you should be, all right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I am because I think you're still amazing. And I don't know my way around a computer or, or a camera. You do. You do, you just don't, you need to just, you know, be a bit more brave with it. Yeah, I need to surround myself with people that make me feel. And get those rewards. Yeah, and get my reward myself for figuring it out and be optimistic. But, um, that's my new, that's my new cartoon character. 
Okay, we're done. Well, that's it for Crash My Cast this week. Thanks for um, laying all that information on me. I think this year I'm going to be a much more upbeat, positive, motivated person. I like that. I think it's 2018 is our year. It is our year. I'm ready for it. I'm fucking ready for it. And on that note, what's our last segment? Whoa. Okay. Say what? What? I caramba. Oh my god. Will's been doing this thing now where he says I caramba and then tugs at his collar like it's hot in the room. It's the most <laughs> annoying thing in the entire world. I caramba. Me amo es Miami. <laughs> I hate you. Um, anyways, okay, moving on. So our last segment involves the good old picture show, which is why it is real talk. It's real talk. Uh, I have an interesting thing to tell you about filmmaking and yes. cinema yes. in general. Yes. Lay it yes. on me. Yes. All those you know, things. Thank you for laying all on this information today. <laughs> no problem. It's been great. Uh, this is from the Telegraph. That's where this article came from. Uh, But the top three box office hits of 2017 all... Can I guess? Yes. I'm sorry to interrupt. Well, I already told you. Didn't Uh, I? I must have phased it out. Really? Well, I think I know. I don't think you actually... No, you told me... Oh, go for it. The hooker. The hooker. The hook line. Continue what you're saying and I'll try and guess. Okay. Three top grossing films of 2017 all had female leads. Okay, so that's amazing. Yes. So I already knew that, so that's why I interrupted you. I'm so sorry. Yes, yes. Okay, now I'm going to try and guess them. Can I tell you one stat real quick? Yeah. That makes this even more cool? Cool, tell me. This hasn't happened since 1958. That is really cool. The top three grossing films this year were wonderful and great. And they have female protagonists. Yes, the leads, the, fe- the, the, the were they all have female okay, leads. So Wonder Woman, that's gonna be one of them. Mm-hmm, okay, really think about it. Well, that's the thing. Like, because Wonder think, Woman's obvious. I can think of really good films which with a strong female lead, but I don't know if they've made a lot of money. No, because they're grossing, top grossing films of twenty seventeen. Yeah, but they have to make a lot of money. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying don't think of female. I, I'm agreeing with you. Don't think of female protagonists that are in. Don't think of like an indie film. No, don't think of Lady Bird. It's not Lady Bird. Okay. Yeah. I didn't want to say it. I know, but Lady Bird's really good. Um, fuck. Can I give you a hint? Yeah. Big. Big films. Right, okay, so I've got, st- I've got to start something out loud. Big budget, big films. So Thor Ragnarok obviously didn't have a female lead. Mm-mm. One of them came out pretty early on in the year, and one of them came out pretty late in the year. Pretty late in the year. Mm-hmm. Interesting, very, very interesting. Yeah. Wonder Woman is the one kind of in the middle. It's kind of in the middle. Well, I am stumped. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> Give me another clue. Uh, arguably one of the biggest franchises. What the fuck? Yeah. Think about it. Go on. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I know it's not something to do with Marvel, right? No. Okay. Because I just I always think of big movies. I'm like, okay, Marvel, like any Marvel film. No. Um, it came out at the beginning of the year. Also, one of them, not the one that I'm talking about right now, but one of them yeah. had a character from Harry Potter in it. Not a character, but an actor from Harry Potter in an it. An actor. Mm-hmm. Mm, really? This, this is tough, isn't it? It really is. Listen, if you hadn't read it, you wouldn't know either. Uh, well, 
I would know one of them. I mean, yeah, I knew. I would I'd know. know I would know them. two of them. I would know no, two. No, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. Because you should know this. You should know one of them. Come off it. <laughs> tell me. Tell me the big one, which I the really get. big one yeah. that you're going to be mad that you didn't yeah. get. Yeah. Star Wars. I have Star Wars. Daisy Ridley, bro. Daisy Ridley. Star Wars. Fucking. Yeah, fucking Star Wars, bro. Female <laughs> protagonist. She's the lead. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So Wonder Woman, Star Wars, and there's one more juicy little nugget. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll tell you. It's not an action film. It's not an action film. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of singing in it. Singing, she says. <laughs> yeah, not animated. Was it the beginning of the year? Yeah. Was it La La Land? Nope. Okay. Well, it was last year. Nah, no, It came out at the beginning of the year in, like, other countries. Yeah, I think. Oh, but no. The Oscars were the beginning of the year, so... Listen, before you step on my toes... Yeah, but it came out last year, honey. Honey? Oh. It came out last year. It came out... Moonlight and and La La Land came out last year. They have the Oscars for the following year. That's how it works, dummy. Okay. No, the Oscar films come out at the beginning of the year. (sighs) Okay. Which is why Shape of Water is coming out in January. Okay, come on. Come on. Don't dab. Stop dabbing. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Fuck. I don't know. Give me another clue. Emma Watson. Emma Watson? Yeah! What the fuck is she You dummy numb nut? Yeah! Think about the one huge thing she was in this year. <laughs> okay, I'll give you one more guess. One more guess, one more hint. Ready? It's a reboot. Reboot of a Disney film. Oh, I know what it is. What is it? Fuck. Yeah. It's Beauty and the Yeah, it's Beauty Beast. and the fucking Beast, Will. You wouldn't have got that. There's no way in hell you would have got that. I knew it made a lot of money, though. I knew it made a shit yeah, ton of money. Yeah, if I said to you, like, name three films, there's no way you want to go, yeah, yeah but I, I gave know, you, hold on, I would have looked, I thought, maybe one one of the actors is... is I didn't see Beauty and the Beast. That's why there's no impact. I didn't either. Well, I didn't see it. Like, that, there you go. I should have yeah, got Star Wars. I knew that Emma Watson was in it. I should have got Star Wars. You should have gotten Star Wars, definitely. But Beauty and the Beast, that's, that's a fucking wild card. Yeah, but it's Disney. Disney does so well. It doesn't shock me that that did So well. those are the three highest grossing films of last year. This year, yeah. Or 2017, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, kind of wild if you think about it. But they and all have female break, leads, yeah. Let's break down. So we've got, we've got Wonder Woman, strong, yep. empowered. Uh huh. She kicks ass. Yep. Okay. Also, also portrayed by someone who is uh, not a traditionally Caucasian person. Yeah, and she <laughs> which just is nice. She's she's we just love her. Yeah. Now we've got Star Wars. We've got Rey. She's just a badass. Badass. Doing lightsaber fights. She's great. She's trying to find her backstory. She's she's a well-developed character. Very well Which is what we want. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. I don't know about Beauty and the Beast. But you know what? Femininity. And, and femininity. Femininity. But Belle is supposed to be a character who is very book smart and loves her father yeah. and wants to take care of the town and whatnot. And so Emma Watson was kind of perfect to play it. Interesting. I didn't think it actually did. I mean, it did really, really well, obviously, but I didn't think it... I didn't think it critically did that well. Interesting. Like, people didn't love the movie, I don't think. I think it's great that that, that that's a thing. That's yeah. just that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Thank God. Yeah. Do you want to know the last time it happened? Yeah, you said mm-hmm. 1953, right? Uh, 19, 1958. But... Yeah, it was uh, Annie Mame, mm-hmm. Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, and... Oh, I know. It's a... Uh, can you imagine? You, your face then. You were like, wait, does he actually know it from 1958? Oh, my God. Oh, I thought you were really doing it. Oh, my God. You you pulled out of that joke really quickly. <laughs> I wasn't... I was still following on the other track. I thought you knew it. Um, let me see. Uh, oh, yeah. South Pacific. 
It's our Pacific. Okay. Yeah, which I never saw. But Annie Mame was really, really good. That's great. Well, hopefully this year we have more um, strong female leads. We have Tomb Raider coming out. I'm excited about Tomb Raider. I hope, I hope that's a good film. Who's who's playing the lead in Tomb Raider? Um, she's been in a few things before. She's not like a super known actress, but mm. you'll recognize her. Well, like, I... It's like Alyssa Vikander. Or Vic, I, I can't pronounce the name right. That sounds familiar to yeah. me. But I just don't know who I'd it would be. I probably said that completely wrong. Is she um, in Jumanji? No, it's a different person. No, no, no. Um, oh, by the way, <laughs> if you haven't seen Jumanji since we're still on Real Talk, please watch Jumanji. Jumanji is was a really surprisingly good film. Yeah, I had such it a was fun time. Funny, it was clever. Yeah, it was just it was it was a good film. Yeah, I've never really thought that The Rock or Kevin Hart were that funny, and I felt like Jack Black also hasn't been that funny to me in the last couple of years. And all three of them were on their. No, game. listen, if you go and see a film with all of the men, you know it's you're going to so get some good stuff. Coming it was out of it. good. I haven't laughed that much since I watched like Tropic Thunder. Yeah, and it's not like a wildly inappropriate movie like Tropic Thunder. <laughs> it's really, really good. Fuck, I loved Jumanji. I was actually going to mention that I wrote down. Um, a bunch of like the top films of the year, or the films that I really liked. So yeah. like Lady Bird, Call Me by Your Name, Get Out was this year, Logan was this year. Oh guys, if you haven't seen Logan, and I don't think the, the, I don't think I, I know it made like you know some good money, but a lot of people didn't see Logan because they thought it was like kind of a just another generic superhero film, or that it was like the end of a series and they hadn't seen the beginning. It's of It's like one of the one of the best, if not like top three superhero films I've ever seen in my entire yep. life. I agree. It's like, for me, it's like another, like the new version of like the Dark Knight. Like, like Batman, we had like a great Batman film and like those were iconic. And like now we have a great Wolverine film, mm-hmm. X-Men film, which is just, it's incredible. Oh, it's It's so stellar. moving, like profoundly moving. Yeah. It's hard to like describe to you. It's just really dark and gritty. It's R-rated. It's like yeah. an anti-superhero film. And they do not hold back. They yeah. have a little kid slicing people's throats. Everything everything that like you haven't seen the superhero film, they do it in that. They yeah. just kind of don't give a fuck. Big time definitely would say hit up Logan or just like download it um, you know, on the iTunes store or something and watch it because it was yes. really good. You know what was the other one that I feel like didn't get that much credit? Tell me. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah. I thought Blade Runner was gorgeous like it was stunning really like stunning yeah. and i like obviously it didn't do that well a lot of people some offices. people are dogging on it yeah it's terrible yeah people people didn't it's, really like it that really much pretty it was gorgeous sci-fi epic yeah and it wasn't and that's not to say that it was just pretty and you should just go because it was pretty the plot line was amazing no, the acting it was, just, was, it was just stellar a, a, like it was like a like a sci-fi masterpiece i thought it was it had so many amazing elements yeah to it which made it into such a good film it was everything you wanted in a sci-fi in a, in a noir it was really it felt like yeah. a sci-fi noir. it was like brooding and slow and like you know like a, a real spectacle neo-noir that's what i was trying to remember what neo-noir but i know what you're talking about because you know what Will made me watch um, the original Blade Runner before we went to go see it. No, I say made me watch, but we, I wanted to watch it. <laughs> Twisted your arm. <laughs> yeah, it really got me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I watched it beforehand, and, like, it it lives really well on its own, the first Blade Runner, but it was really nice to see what the reimagining of it was in modern times. And, like, yeah. normally I'm super over Jared Leto. Don't give a shit about him. But, like, he was really great in it. Everyone was really good was in it. Harrison Ford was Ryan Gosling, on point. Ryan Gosling was amazing. The the girl who plays the holographic girlfriend. Yeah. Um, 
don't remember her name. She's very attractive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was also really, really good. So many really good people. And I think people just kind of overlooked it because they thought, oh, it's a reboot. It's another version of the old one. That was one that I feel like didn't get enough credit. Oh, cool. Yeah, we pretty, I mean, <laughs> we pretty much yeah, went over it. this is pretty great. Yeah, this is pretty good. Um, so that's probably going to do it for us, guys. We're going to run and go get some dinner probably, chill out, try to soothe our broken bodies, which could be nice. Um, welcome to 2018. I hope welcome everyone's... Welcome to 2018. I hope it's all been kicking off for you already. Yes. And if it hasn't, it will. Yeah. Give it some time. Be motivated, look for your goals, and follow your dreams. And on that note, I'll see you next week. Oh my god, are you going to let me say anything? (laughs) Are you just just deciding to get rid of it right now? Okay, you're going to go and do the thing. Okay, good to know you are done with it. Um, Keep in mind, everybody, that we do aggregate all of our articles and stuff on the web. I'm looking at the the Twitter feeds and all that kind of stuff. So if if you want to be on Crash on My Couch... Tweet at us with the hashtag COMC and at us at Will Derbyshire at Arden Rose so that we can see your posts. If you have uh, any news articles that look interesting, you can just tag us in them and we'll see that. And um, we'll make sure to somehow, you know, fit you into the podcast if we like the news article. Um, We'll probably be doing another episode soon of Hey, We All Feel Weird Sometime. Because we have a lot of questions, as per usual, in the inbox, in the old inbox. But, um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for such an amazing 2017 yeah. from the podcast. We already did this last week. We're already so, we're so happy. Yes. And 2018's going to bring so many amazing things. Joy. We can't wait for you to follow our journey. And your journey, too. I'm crashing my couch. Are you pointing to me? I'm trying to come up with like a positive, uplifting ending. It's weird. It. It's weird, Will. <laughs> it's weird every time. It doesn't sound genuine. Here I am, signing off. Until next week. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> I'm just trying I'm just to, confused. I'm just trying. I'm trying something new. Okay, okay, okay. Can we both try? Okay, hold together? hands with me. Let's do it together. All right, guys. See you next week. In- may may oh. all your dreams come true. And if they don't, they'll happen sometime soon. All right, and bye, then. Over and out. I'm signing off now. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you next week. Next week on the crowd of my couch. <laughs> thanks, thanks for ruining it. Okay, bye. I'm signing off. Bye. So you have to say I'm signing off. I'm signing off. We're signing off. Bye. Until next week. Until next week. Goodbye. Crash on My Couch would not be Crash on My Couch without the help of these wonderful people. Mm-hmm. A special thanks to executive producer Tim Street, my manager Byron Ashley, producer Emma Kikuchi, and our editor Jason Perrier, and for production assistance from Alan Ortega. Thank you guys.